Welcome to Afrolit, everyone. My name is Bobo, and I am with Aqua. Hello, hello. Introduce yourself. So, who am I? I am Aqua Paulina Masumba, Kenyan transplant, but born in England, <laughs> raised in New York, senior at the lovely new school in New York City, and I'm here to discuss the amazing things with none other than Bobo. Hi guys. So if you are already following me on Instagram or Twitter, Tumblr, whatever, you may know my Instagram name as This Fashion Fiend. And so Equa and I have decided to come together and create a space where as two African women yes, living in a metropolitan city, we can just discuss the things that normally aren't discussed in mainstream media and the things that we can't discuss out in public because, you know, some of these topics, we just, they're reserved for closed doors, but we're about to make them public. So thank you for listening. And it's about to be lit. <laughs> That's why it's Afro lit. And I think even more so than that, it's just about getting all of our feelings and those thoughts that you keep to yourself. Yeah, this is also knows. a form of therapy. It Low is key, a form of therapy. high key. Very high key. Okay, so our first topic ever for Afro lit. Oh, yeah, I actually didn't really introduce myself. Yeah. By the way, I'm South African. I'm a fashion blogger. I live in New York, went to school in LA. I've just been traversing around the planets as I do. And I'm a Gemini, so don't come for me. But I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Equisitoris. <laughs> I love that she's ins- like she's just asking herself questions and then answering. Because she's two people, literally. Literally, like, though. One, like, one person is two dead. people talking. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyway, I'm not into that astro thing. She brings me into it. Um, Our first topic for the day is self-love. Mm-hmm. Self-care. Navigating yes. self-love in this... Eurocentric world as two African women. I know. So 2016 has tried to kill me personally. And so thinking about self-love, self-care and mental health in general has been a very prominent topic in my life today. Mm. But we're going to start with self-love. I know. Talking about beauty. Right? Self-love. Whenever I think of self-love, I kind of just think of, like, taking a good shower. Like, I don't know. Like, really? I always associate it with water. Yeah. For some reason, like, I just feel That's like... interesting. You know, you go to a steam room, or you, like, take a shower, or you, like, you know, soak your feet in some hot water. Maybe just because, like, I've never had that, like, bougie experience of going to a spa. And yeah. had to do it in my house. But, yeah, I always associate self love like healing practices with water that's one and then with self-love that's interesting yeah so always with self-love it just kind of stemmed from that but to me I feel like the first thing that like women kind of always associate themselves with is not maybe not necessarily like self-love but it's like that 
idea of like taking care of yourself you know like i know throughout puberty like my mom would always be like you know you have to take like you have to take a shower like i guess like a normal yeah, human no, being we, we're acting. but <laughs> like these are conversations you know and like you know like if you have your like if you're on your period and like you know you always need to smell good and things like that and so i always associated like yeah you know that sort of practice with okay. self-love. i'm gonna go i'm gonna start off a little deep take it there let's Let's go go into the deep questions what is your relate because we're both two non-light-skinned african women who don't necessarily conform to eurocentric standards of beauty definitely and so we've had to navigate that definitely um in our two decades of life so what is currently your relationship with your body and how has it evolved Ooh, okay. Let's so, go in. I will say that I was definitely part of the Big Booty Judy club way <laughs> before it was popular. Fam, you and I both. Exactly. And so I definitely remember the times when it wasn't a thing to be proud of, you know? And so I guess when I was younger, I would I was definitely more involved in sports and like I always enjoyed like playing basketball and like bettering myself in that, even though I wasn't the best, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I think my relationship with my body, especially because I went through puberty and you know, had the cute like baby fat and being like the only child, like definitely clinging to like whatever my mother was saying to be true and all of those lovely lovely things, but for me as I've grown older and being in college and being exposed to so many other girls who look like me and like being able to turn up the the beauty or like turn up the sexy or turn you know just be able to like realize that I can turn it on and off yeah it's been really empowering and so I think that relationship has just come with like age and like being able to have crushes and being able to like realize that maybe that guy can like me now you know like because I feel like it's also really related to confidence it is you know no that it is what about you bruh I feel like, yeah, my relationship with my body fluctuates on a daily basis. So Mm. I don't have one absolute definite answer that is a yes, I'm in love with my body. But yeah, because this is just like, yeah, I've also realized that self-love is actually really not a destination. It's just a whole, bruh, it's just a whole journey of fluctuations where one day you wake up feeling like Rihanna and you're ready to serve looks. Right. <laughs> but the next day you wake up feeling like Shrek and you cannot face the world. So I feel like right like today, on this day, I'm at an equilibrium. I don't feel like Shrek or Rihanna, but I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling. I feel like that's how I feel usually. But yeah, growing up puberty, growing up around white people, especially when you're black and have black features and have an ass, that was rough. It was rough. But we prospered. I know. And now we're flourishing. But so. do you think that you'd be able to like transfer? Because if some one of your followers was like, oh my gosh, Bobo, you always seem so confident. Like, what are your tips to improving your confidence? Like, do you think you'd be able to, like, give them the tips? 
I mean, yeah, I feel like most people, because social media is not real life, and I say this every day, social media it truly... It is real life to some, though. How? It let's is. Let's discuss. Because how real like... is social media and social media images? Because <laughs> I'm not even saying that it's real life, but it's like you have followers who live and are like living life and like to see what you're doing as a part of their life. So it is part of their real life, if that makes any sense. It's very meta, but it's but, like that's their real life, you know? So they'll see some like you in a music video. <laughs> and <laughs> they'll <laughs> and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, like how is this girl so confident? No, but that's that's why I'm saying it's not real life because the image that I project on social media is not the totality of who I actually am. And so someone will look at my entire social media image and be like, wow, she's so confident. But meanwhile, I'm not saying I have deep-rooted self-esteem issues, but I definitely don't live up to the image that I put. Because social media is just our best foot forward, you know? Mm. It's not actually... It's barely a fraction of mm. who I... It's not my everyday life. It's mm. not how I look on a day-to-day basis. Mm. It's kind of just like, this is my aesthetic mm. as best as I can curate it mm. for your consumption. Yeah, I guess for me, what I see is that some of because some of your followers, like you know them, like look, I'm a follower of yours, right? Yeah. And so of course I'm not here like looking for <laughs> different tips on confidence from you, Word. but I do think that there's probably like maybe other than you know maybe I'm reaching out to them through this, but maybe they do see your post and they're like, wow, like if Bobo can do this, then like I can do this. Like even if maybe you're whole the whole totality isn't like that image that image has infused the confidence right right that's yeah so all that to say i wouldn't be like no i absolutely have no tips for you self-love is an illusion like no i wouldn't say that but i don't know i would never want to give off the image that i'm this like perfect human being that's had it that i've now arrived and i have self-confidence figured out i would just be like fam you just fake it till you make it because that's honestly like (laughs) self-confidence is just fake it till you make it you just tell yourself that you are out serving looks until you feel it in every cell in your body that's true and then people receive that because you know (laughs) the art of serving looks is an energetic one It but, you really know, is all. Why is it so yeah. mental for girls, though? No, honestly, you are as beautiful as you think you are. Even the way people consume you, people consume you the way you consume yourself, honestly. So Preach you can try that, as though. much to look like Kim Kardashian or whatever, but it really, it all bo- it just boils down to like how you are feeling because that like reverberates in the way you walk and the energy you're giving off and the way you talk, just all of that. I don't know. What do you think? I kind of, I was just going to say that it kind of makes me think about how, you know, with Alicia Keys coming out with her no makeup thing. Let's discuss because light-skinned women in mainstream media who already conform to beauty standards trying to be revolutionary by not wearing makeup. Let's talk. Let's have this okay, conversation. See, but for me, I'm the type who's like, well, I don't see the problem. Like, if she really she already know, like, well, okay. let's take it back in the history of Alicia Keys because you know I'm 
a fan. Yeah. No, she had her acne. Okay. Exactly. Like, proactive. She definitely did those proactive commercials, saying that she was using it, showing her little zits and whatnot. I mean, I don't know how bad her skin was, but she was a proactive endorser. Right. So that just goes to show it was pretty bad. Right? That's one. So now, fast forward to 2016. She's doing her no makeup thing. I see it as like, you know, okay, yes, she's light-skinned, yes, she's already conforming, whatever, but it's still impactful. How? I just don't know <laughs> if she realizes, like, how she had to, like, I don't think she realizes that we know her receipts, and so we know the history <laughs> of her using proactive and stuff like that, and why can I mean, she I don't do even think no that's makeup relevant. then? It is relevant, what? because it's yeah. like... Now she has clear skin and all these beautiful freckles and whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, of course you can go no makeup. Because, like, yeah. But that's why, that's why I think it's not, like, it's really not revolutionary or radical at all. When she had her... Okay, I'm someone with acne, so... And I'm someone I, with exactly because I'm not so out here. So you have no acne. <laughs> yeah. So I'm over here struggling with blemishes, trying to flourish and have clear skin. And here's this woman who went from having acne and went out of her way to cover it up so she could show her face and now she has clear skin and conforms in every way she has eurocentric features she has the curly hair she is light-skinned etc etc she conforms in every way to societal standards of beauty and here she is talking about love yourself accept yourself i'm not saying that what she's doing isn't valid I'm just (laughs) 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 see I'm not saying that what her sentiments aren't valid and that she didn't have to go through a journey of self-love I'm sure she did but what I am saying is let's have someone dark skin come out talking about I'm doing a no makeup challenge I'm trying let's see how the media because perceives that and consumes that Mm. because if you look at even dark-skinned women on social media and how they get praised but it's the same dark-skinned women who are oiled up who have the you know Mm. the ass and the thighs and the hips but the small waist yeah i mean there's no but it's still like the same woman but let a dark-skinned woman who is not oiled up and who has who doesn't have an ass? Like, will she still be appreciated? It's I, I don't know. I just think those two sort of like double standards translate even when it goes to when it comes yeah. to makeup. Because let's ask another celebrity who is dark skinned. Not even a celeb, just a celeb, <laughs> like just a, a human being who is dark skinned. Exactly, and not mixed girl hair exactly with her 4C hair to come out and be like <laughs> with her regular me. ass yeah villageois <laughs> <laughs> afro come out and be like I'm not wearing makeup and I'm I'm a cel- and I'm a public figure let's see how well that's received alright I don't know I think that it cause for me I guess why I stand with it is also maybe because I don't have acne. So Yeah, of course. So you're just like, well, I don't wear makeup, makeup. so you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, Shout out to the dark. girls with clear skin, though. You know, I feel what like... What do you mean, sh- <laughs> Wow. I really wow. feel like we, like, okay, it's not like we don't get any... But it's like, 
yes, I don't look like Alec Weck, but yeah, I do have nice skin. Like, let's just, like, I'm glad that I have nice skin. Like, shout out to people who just have nice skin. Like, damn, I can't give us a shout out. Like, <laughs> giving it a shout out. <laughs> shout wow. Out. I'm just, I'm just going to sit my salty ass because... out. <laughs> I'm going to sit here with my blemishes. <laughs> Ah, shout no. out to those of us with acne who are normalizing it because you know mm, acne no. should be normalized no it is no it should be normalized i think it is normalized though i mean of course How? would do you think that it could be in a like a beauty ad like cover girl would be like yeah acne you know like no but it think- should it shouldn't be like wow you have acne you should go out of your way and take accutane even though the side effects are depression and possible death <laughs> to get rid of your acne like that's Whoa. where we are in society they like, haven't improved in that medicine i blame doctors no See? but it's just you know yeah <laughs> but what was out of me those are my sentiments <laughs> But on another note, yeah, we were just know. continuing on this journey of self love. That's what brought us here, yeah, of acne. And I think at the core of it, though, and that's why, again, I don't really like Alicia Keys can do whatever the hell she wants, is because it's all mental. Like self love has to start like mental. Like you have to believe that you deserve that love that you want to receive from anybody, right? right? And, I mean, I know it's hard for, like, because the counter-argument is always, like, how do you apply that in, like, an abusive relationship and stuff like that? But self-love also, like, people never discuss, like, the the opposite or the opposite effects of self-love, if that makes any sense. So, like, cutting people out of your life, you know? Like, deleting people off of your phone. Oh, as a unfo- form of self-love. Yeah, as a form of self-love. Yeah. Like, it's never discussed in that way. And I've actually had to learn that this year. Ooh, that's real. You know? Just, like, learning to say no, learning to cut people off. Why is this so hard? Like, can right? we decipher this right now? <sighs> I think, okay, for me, again... You know, I'm doing my readings, doing all of my le- learned things in higher Indeed, education. You are a so, scholar. Right? So, as I'm reading right now, Communion by Bell Hooks, which you should all Hey, get my on, gal. Right? <laughs> well, one thing that she definitely said was that we are in a system of patriarchy. And so I feel like we, because as dark skinned black women, are literally at the bottom of this societal. <laughs> status quo (laughs) we have to just appease as much as we can and so a form of that is just constantly being available constantly saying yes to doing things for others constantly accepting any sort of love that we Mm -hmm. feel is love in any way shape or form even if it's like literally affecting our bodies so for i at the stem of it I think also a part of self-love that needs to get more um, address or even just more like hype is just the fact that you can cut people off and have it be okay. And teach me how to do this because (sighs) I don't know. This is a perpetual struggle. (laughs) How does one say no? I think you start with the little stuff, you know? So you just start with the, okay, uh, not right now you know so like that's no but that's a lie i mean like not even you know there's something that someone really wants you to do and so 
you really don't want to do it for whatever reason and so you tell them oh not right now knowing full well that you never ever in your <laughs> living life and you just need to be a liar to <laughs> so if i ever if, tell so you if it's not right no, now self-care. just know that i'm saying no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hate you <laughs> i yeah i mean i guess that's just how i've been going about it like i've been lying like i <laughs> i cannot <laughs> i yeah because i i guess i can't necessarily really say no because also as you know it Why? depends on who's asking too because if your mom asks you to do something you're like you're really gonna say no yeah that's that's true you know well, we're but whereas about, like, like just... if i ask you something like you you could probably say no no, we're just talking about in instances where if you're in a relationship where someone is really codependent, mm. someone's just really dependent on you mm. in a lot of emotional ways. Mm-hmm. So you are their emotional support. But obviously that gets draining, especially if you're an introvert like myself. Ooh. I always yeah, thought I was an introvert. Says <laughs> <laughs> so the most extroverted. You are literally the most extroverted person <laughs> to exist on this planet (laughs) that's a lie but yeah (laughs) but yeah in those situations where you are expected to provide emotional support Mm. on demand and obviously that starts to take a toll on you how do you navigate being like fam i need because i have i have this situation where you just have a friend who's just always coming for you because you never spend time with them etc etc or you or rather you don't spend enough of the time that they want from you mm. because you are an and because they refuse to understand that you are an introvert yeah. and also need time for yourself mm-hmm. because you know that's part of self-care no one can be entitled to your time exactly. or energy exactly. or vitality or youth <laughs> So how do you navigate, like, how do we do that? You're my therapist today. I honestly, like you said, you don't, like, there's not enough time also. Time is against you. So you need to, because of that, you should be very aware that you want to spend time doing the things that you actually want to do. And so maybe, also, I think it's also about delivery, delivery, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like how you possibly like you can say no without necessarily saying no if that makes sense so like you can be like well you know right now like you list out why you're not going to do something no but why do i owe anyone explanations <laughs> like if i don't want to do something because i just physically emotionally don't have the but you don't feel do that you owe why? it to them to tell them that I mean, I don't feel like I always have to justify why I need to spend time with myself or, like, why, you know? Mm. Like, that. that's also very taxing. Then I think it's just... To constantly have to explain, justify, owe people explanations, you know? I just think that then maybe it comes from, like, being able to decipher, like, who you want to invest your time in and who you don't want to. And then with that... If you owe them an explanation, then explain. But if you don't, then... Because it's also about you, you know? Because you have to live with that conscience of being like, yeah, I just said no, and I just said no. Like, I didn't say why, no. (laughs) You know? And even if they ask you why, you can just be like, because I said no. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that could be your explanation, right? So I think it's more of the self. Like, can you live with yourself saying that to someone, so that ex, whoever that is, or who, you know, whoever's asking you to do whatever you don't want to do. Or, you know, I personally think that I don't, like, I don't say no because I'm a liar, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're openly admitting. I know, right? So anyone who's like. <laughs> I do not endorse her views. I know, right? But <laughs> I'm just here. But at the same time, I have said no to projects and just have dealt with like me being like, should I have said yes? Should I no? I'm I'm glad I said no. You know? Yeah. And so it's more of that internal conversation that you just have to be okay with having yourself. You know? Um back to the topic of beauty. Oh yeah. When do you feel most beautiful? Honestly, <laughs> when I have something with water. Like, after I take a shower, no one can tell me anything. Really? Yeah. Especially it's if so I, like, shave my legs. Yeah. Really? But... Shaving, you feel more beautiful shaved versus not shaved? No, it's just my legs, though. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> specifically my calves. But yeah. it's something about, you know, you step... Cause at least for me, when mm-hmm. I take a shower, it's like a full shebang, you know? Like, I have to have music. Yeah, it's to, a whole routine. It's a I whole feel routine, you. you know? So after that whole process, that's why, you know, I suggest always taking a shower in the morning, you know? Because then you just start your day off on that high note. I am a night shower person. I don't... How? How? You know what I've always wanted to ask you? How do you shower? Like, where, like, which way do you face the shower head? <laughs> like, is it like... This coming? is such a random question. No, it's not. Really? Please. Okay, I face... What way do I face? Actually, I face towards the wall, so not facing the shower head. <gasps> Why? <laughs> well, A, because I have quotes on the wall that I like to read. <laughs> <laughs> Which so is you're low telling key you really shower weird. backwards. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 What? You so, are literally telling me right now that you shower backwards. I. So I'm you telling fa- you like the water is coming forward at you. Your back and is my against- back is <gasps> against no, the water. Bobo, stop this madness. Yeah, well, I like you know we turn around and it's a whole three sixty degree experience. Yeah, but when you but... enter, the, immediately what you do is face yeah. your back. Oh, because I my wanted God. to run down my no. back first. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> no, no, no. Explain no. your logic. No. Just explain why you are the way you are. No, because that means that you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, honestly, I just kind of made up this theory, but I felt as though it was How did you even the... come up with this question? Because I one day entered the shower and I did what you people yeah. do of, like, taking a shower backwards, and I was like, this is so, ew. Why would anyone shower like this? Turn back around, wow. face the water, get like you know, like almost like waterboarding. Like not yeah. endorsing that though, but like you know, like it's coming so hard at me. Dead. And then I was like, maybe more people shower like this, yeah. like the other way. And now I realize someone that I've known <laughs> who's so dear to me 
You are by far the most dr- <laughs> Why are Africans dramatic? This is a question. Why are we, we all are so dramatic extra? though? I like need this to know. is just who we are. So a slightly controversial topic. Let's discuss plastic surgery and the stigma associated with it. Equa, how do you feel? about plastic surgery like what are your personal opinions definitely a no-go no really no okay why a it's like for me and i guess this ties back into the self-love thing of it's all mental right so like what you were given by your creator whoever that is because we're not going to get into it (laughs) why would you want to manipulate that because, because it makes you feel better. But because you feel but that good. whole idea of feeling better comes from what? What is the root of that? I don't think it's the self. I think it's the other, and that's it's crazy almost to Speak allow on this. others to kind of make that decision for you, for you to not to not even admit to yourself that okay, like maybe I view this as a flaw. But I can just embrace that flaw and make it beautiful in my own space for my own self rather than change it so that I'm just joining the status quo and like building myself up. But don't you think part of liberation, more specifically women's liberation, is the agency and the choice and freedom that we have to do what we will with our bodies because it is ours in its entirety and if something makes us feel good or if something en- enhances us, enhances our self-esteem, our self-confidence, we should have the freedom to do that. Mm, no. No? Like, I understand the idea of freedom, but I don't see how that applies with plastic surgery. Because you're literally risking your life. Like, you're being put under no, a no. knife. And, like, you're no, being No, I can and- go and get liposuction, which is very safe. Is it? And, yeah. But I mean, it's you could argue that for me. I've had experiences where I used, what, an eyeshadow and I woke up the next morning and had a rash around, like, you know, okay, my fine. eyes for like two months. So <laughs> that was yeah. not healthy. And yet, we, or I even, I don't know, I used this lipstick from MAC and I literally had the worst rash on my lips. So, you know... A lot of things are risky. <laughs> we do risky. Endure. That you just never know. Okay. Not to mention wearing heels isn't exactly healthy for women, but we've normalized it and we do it anyway and it's trendy, it's sexy. But you don't it's think everything. plastic surgery is normalized. I think it's normalized. I think it's like really radical to be like, I don't I'm not gonna conform to whoever No, I think no, I don't necessarily think it's normalized. I think because we live in this progressive liberal city. Yeah. And living in LA and then living in New I've never lived anywhere conservative to be honest. So Same. everyone around me hasn't been proper, proper conservative. But if we look at the wider world, most people would still wanna stick to like Christian or just old-fashioned conservative ideologies, Mm. i.e. stick with the body that you have because it's yours. So I do feel like it's more radical to be like, because I'm in charge and have agency of my own body, I'm going to do whatever I want with it, even if that includes 
getting some ass implants. You know? Mm, no, because I just feel like that's conforming to another person's idea of what is beautiful. Because at the end but of the how day, how do we differentiate between my ideals and I don't know how do we differentiate between these are my ideas and ideals versus these are ideals that I've been consuming from society. Mm, we can't, but and that's why I feel exactly. like with plastic surgery and the reasons why I mean I'm never gonna be like oh if you tell me that you're getting plastic surgery of course I'll be like that's not for me mm-hmm. but like I would never be like oh my gosh don't go don't because you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do and if it genuinely makes you happy and you feel better I mean I've know people who've gotten like boob reductions yeah you know as a form of plastic surgery because literally that was like hurting them or whatever of course did I even then did I really like think that it was okay? No, mm-hmm. not really. But why at though? the same time it's not my place to be like Don't oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, don't do it. You know, that's just for me. You know, like I know for myself I wouldn't I would rather think of ways like I would <clears throat> excuse me, I would rather possibly even like invest in like better bras that can like support me or right. whatever which I guess you could consider as a form of plastic surgery. But I don't know. I honestly, I mean, no, we're looking at things that are just permanent. Yeah, you see? Permanently altering your body. Yeah, I don't... Because also, I, we evolve, you know? Like, what if you don't necessarily like that? And then also, I feel like it's not necessarily healthy for your body either. So why would you want to do something that is actually really harming your body would but the problem so I have with that argument is that we could literally argue that fish is not healthy for you. Vegans argue that animal products are not healthy for you. People argue that She's rice vegan, is. Way, I am vegan, proud African I know, vegan. Right? What is that? <laughs> um, what is that? Do you see you the st- Do you see the like, bullying I have to face anyway. on a daily basis? <laughs> Then no, you could literally argue that anything that we consume, that we put on our bodies, is can is cancerous, is unhealthy, is just yeah. There's just so many arguments that you can make for literally everything. That makeup is made up of chemicals tested on animals. All the shit that we put on our face, on our bodies, like nothing is one hundred percent. Besides the shit that is grown from the soil. Made for us, to, <laughs> made for us to like actually consume. So that yeah, that's why I find ish, I take issue with that argument. I don't yeah. think I think we'll agree to disagree, but yeah, I do yeah, yeah. feel that with plastic surgery again, it's a personal choice, you know, and it's a choice that if you decide that you're going to make for your body. You just have to live with those consequences. And I also think that you should live with the other side of the bullying, too. Like, oh, you know, your ass is fake or like your butt or like you like if someone should live with it. Yeah, because you've decided to like go into that whole scheme. So it's like, oh, so when if someone calls you out for your anything that you've changed being fake. Oh, rather than like be like, oh, my God, no, it's not. 
you should own it and be like yeah you know like i did that's why i think someone like cardi b can be an example or even like someone like Nicki minaj you know like they have altered their body i don't know how but we all know that is like the known norm that they have altered their body and they embrace the fact that it's altered and it's like okay i mean i feel like if you alter your body you probably will embrace it because that was your choice to alter it in the first place yeah exactly so the the negativity that comes from it is just a repercussion of that that's low-key problematic okay to say that you should deal with negative repercussions coming from other people bullying you because they don't agree with your life choices when your life choices are none of their business to begin with and so therefore they shouldn't affect them to begin with so kim's skin bleaching lil kim skin bleaching you're gonna ask (laughs) the congolese have started that trend okay give it to the congolese they've been bleaching themselves since like so but obviously she received a lot of backlash for that um is is her choice to bleach her skin a terrible this is a really controversial topic i know but controversial topics are necessary what i'll say for the most part is that she be <laughs> she disappeared for so long. I guess she was in jail, I think. Um, but I do believe that because we all knew and like her history and yeah. like what she kind of stood for without necessarily having to say, you know, that, that woman empowerment being like the baddest, being, you know, the hottest and mm-hmm. do, doing it like the male way and having like Biggie be something like a mentor it's just kind of hurtful that to go from being that person to then like skin bleaching yourself and like not necessarily sticking up for women who may have looked like you who like didn't have that sense of empowerment until you showed up on the music scene so i don't know it's kind of like going 10 steps forward and then coming 10 steps back so that's just how it feels in a way but i don't know if that's I don't know. She never really had an impact on me, so I don't know if I'm speaking to it yeah. as, like, with that much thought and, like, emotion. But I do feel like it's something that people really, aff- especially from where she's from, being from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know? So people really got into it. I mean, yeah. I did take issue with the backlash that she received. Mm. And I couldn't even take part in that whole conversation that took place on social media after she bleached her skin. Because we live in a society that tells dark-skinned women that their skin is flawed and that they're not enough Mm. and they don't live up to the standard or the norm, etc. And then we shame them when they do something to change that. So I think that's trash. And I'm not endorsing skin bleaching, but I am endorsing women's liberation and just doing whatever makes you feel beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. It's controversial, though. It is. I just, I don't know. Like, it comes back to that idea of self-love. Like, why didn't, why can't you just love yourself, Ma? Just love yourself. And but see, I also receive this for, I think also why I feel so strongly is because I'm a makeup-wearing woman. And so I don't wear makeup every day, but, like, there are days when I just want to wear makeup, serve looks, and slay. Exactly. And so having, yeah, (laughs) having dated someone or 
various human beings who (laughs) (laughs) shout out to you lol (laughs) you know you date men first of all men who feel like they are entitled to an opinion about women's body that ends in 2016 this needs to end that in 2k17 because not even it's ending this week 26 (laughs) let's do it but men feel like they can tell us oh you must not love yourself. I like my woman natural, all natural, natural hair, no makeup wearing woman because this and this and that. <laughs> and it's like, wow, it's just incredible that you as a man would think that I woke up this morning, decided to serve looks, beat my face, and you thought all of that was for you. Wow, that's right? incredible. It's that's really, literally, it blows my mind. I know, it does. That's why, and I honestly think that's why people forget that, like, makeup is an artistry. It's like painting, you know? Yeah, but I feel like, like that for aesthetics overall. Like, you can't tell me that I wear makeup because I hate myself. Exactly. But at the same time, when I put together outfits and whatnot, whatnot, it's not, like, I'm not wearing something high-waisted because I hate I don't know my like, waist, my waist or whatever. <laughs> like that's just the aesthetic for you know. Like when I wear my grandma skirt, it's not because I hate my legs. Exactly. It's just like this is my aesthetic today. Yeah. I don't wear dark lips because I hate the pinkish hue that is my natural. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like. Yeah, people's opinions on what they do with their aesthetics should I know, be it should never be and it shouldn't they be are. gendered, you know? Like it shouldn't be like, Oh, well makeup, you know, I'm putting makeup on because I want to talk to guys. Like, no. Yeah. Like I'm literally putting makeup on because I like the way that it blends into my skin and it makes my like highlight come be- out yeah, better and like, I like like fixing my eyebrows and doing my eyebrows. Exactly. Because it like just fits the way that my face looks yeah i like and it's a trend that i can do like it's a skill that i've learned exactly and i appreciate the freedom that i have to vacillate between i'm walking out the house without a stitch of makeup on today versus i'm walking out the house and i am beat to the gods you know like like when i see men with makeup on i'm like wow like drag like, yes. honestly is like beautiful to me cuz it's like how it is, do it is an art how do men do that like i mm. don't even know how to do that <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's awesome but yeah beauty so, on a final note though <laughs> what is one thing that you can give yourself a goal for i'm like doing this on the fly but yeah. what's one thing you could give yourself a goal for the next time we have a podcast that we can follow up on? Ooh, what's one goal like that you'd anything like to in life? Yeah, anything in life. It could be like a, a goal that you can accomplish in the week, or it could be a, a life-going like goal this. so that like we can keep question. following up on it as time progresses. Um, one goal is yeah i'm actually gonna practice saying no but i've been saying this for years and yeah I'm still trash. hey <laughs> today's a new day okay. you know exactly so friday today's november the day 11th we, i don't know what's one goal that you have one goal that i have well there's okay hmm i was gonna say two and break my own rule but i'll say no one. go go on 
I... We don't have rules, you know? Oh, okay. She goes with her vegan. I will be finishing my thesis, and all of you lovely people will be able to see it. Um, possibly only if you go to school, because I'm trying to get it published out here <laughs> in these streets. So at your local library, if they do that. But anyway... But one goal I definitely have is just being more open. Like, I feel like I am an open person, but just also being open to accepting where people are at. Because I've learned, having (laughs) read (laughs) this Taurus thing, even though I'm not into astrology, that we do have a tendency to try to control and just kind of, like, nitpick some people into being at their at our personal level rather than just accepting them as the individual as they are and so I just Mm. want to try to be more open to accepting people as they are and like not trying to like put my own like control and I guess individuality on them for my own personal Mm. goals you know so not set my goals for somebody else and everyone should be at my goals. So, yeah. That's deep. It is deep. I'll remember this. I'll I know. remind you on a daily basis. <laughs> remind me about my thesis. That's what you need to For real, for real. You've got this, though. You're good. I know, right? On that note of being good, that wraps up today's session of Afrolit Beauty Edition. Bra, bra, bra. Let us know your thoughts. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Instagram us. Facebook us. So my Twitter at Babida Badu. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) I love it though. I'm such a hater. I know, right? (laughs) Um at B O B Y D A H B A D U. Or you can Instagram me at this fashion fiend. But I'd rather have conversations on Twitter because that's my favorite social platform. You know, this is our first time. So, yeah, low key, if we're trash, let us know. Yeah, true. It's like, don't speak. (laughs) Can you imagine? No, we would (laughs) not putting that into the universe. Truly. Um, Yeah, but you can reach me on Twitter at EquaPM. E K U A P M. And uh, yeah, on Instagram, it's the same thing, but at equa.pm. You know, because we gotta stay consistent. Consistency is key, major key. Indeed. But email us. We don't have an email yet, but you'll see it <laughs> at yeah. the bottom. We'll make it. And suggestions. If right. I speak too slow, I've been told I speak hella slow. So if you that's, do, you know. It's like, in, <laughs> it's like suits in the vibe. You know what I mean? I'm glad. So do you. So <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> this is the slowest <laughs> podcast anyone has ever listened to. We'll speed it up, though. If, need, if we need to, I am ready. Right for suggestions so yeah let us know let us know and let us know what else you'd like us to talk about if you didn't think we were trash I know so we appreciate all input we do appreciate you shout out to any of our friends and loved ones that listen to this and increase (laughs) the 
listening count so that we can For get real. some sponsors out here Lol. in these streets because monetize everything is <laughs> my slogan actually though <laughs> so that's it for today um we'll leave you on that note stay yeah, fabulous stay and humble. always prosper and flourish it's afro Bye. <laughs> This was so fun. Right? What? This is good. Okay, let me pause. Okay. She said press the space bar. Yes. I'm trying to make it so that in an hour.